Welcome to Eric's Man Cave. Welcome to the Man Cave. We're live right here with Miles Alexander, our very special guest. Today, Miles, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I've known you for a long time. Long time. And uh, you have, uh, not recently, but... Fairly recently. You've embarked upon being a barber. Yeah. It's great. It's a wonderful profession, and the best part about it is is that it's a trade. And so, you know, if you're a welder, speaking to the guys, you know, there's welding and there's, you know, um, craftsmanship, yeah. uh, carpentry, rather, and just so many different things. And this is one of those trades. And so it feels good to be a part of that, that I guess, industry, so to speak. Yeah, this is guy talk. These are yeah. things that are just specifically for guys, so we're not talking yeah. about, you know— what do you call them? Beehives and bouffant hairdo. Yeah, no, no. Straight up man haircuts. Yeah, man haircuts. Yep. I mean, when I was a kid, uh, I think out of necessity, mom mm-hmm. cut my hair. Did mom cut your hair? Never. What? That is a huge... Uh, so listeners, if you didn't know this, I'm black. That's a huge no-no in the black community. <laughs> mom really? does not cut hair. Why? It's just, it just doesn't happen. Oh, man. No, I mean... Us Caucasians, I mean, we're all up into yeah, <laughs> putting a bowl on our head. I know. It's just, it's important. Uh, and so you will find that, um, specifically, you know, in my community that looking well, uh, is important. And, it, and honestly, it's, well, important. mom gave me a good haircut. I mean, you know, but really that's for subjective real. in the, in the, in the black community, it's like you a, gotta look a rite of passage. Dion, neon Dion Sanders says. You look good. You feel good. Right. You feel good. You play good. I mean, mom had you a play good, fairly sharp pair of scissors. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just so subjective. I just, as it now, okay, so now that I'm a barber, I a good haircut looks completely different to me than obviously it would to you. And so I think I have, unless m- mothers are a hair professional, they're usually not giving good haircuts. Let's just be honest. Okay, let's just talk, let's just talk culture for a second. Yeah. I think... Black barber shops, and that's probably a racist thing. I don't know. Nah, it's not. It's <laughs> it's a truth. I mean, let's just. I mean, if we're take the PC goggles off, I mean, there right. are black shops and there are white shops. And let's that's. See. And I'm thinking primarily because most black people are used to cutting African American, yeah. yeah. you know, kinky black hair. Right. Yeah, and it's just different, you know. So well, the um, hair, correct? The hair itself is exactly. different, and and two, it means something different to the community. Um, where I find, so I work in a salon, so my clientele is, tell is probably 60, 40, uh, black and let's just, or I'm sorry, white and let's just call it any other race. Cause it's right. really not just mm-hmm. uh, black people, it's black, uh, Asian, um, sure. you know, Middle Eastern, whatever. Uh, and the amount of, um, mothers that bring their sons in like mm-hmm. to get their hair cut. Is I mean it's probably like ninety five percent. Whereas ninety five percent meaning what do you mean? Mothers. Uh, mothers bringing their sons to get their hair cut, not their dads. Correct. And I okay. just feel like for me growing up, that was like never the the, the ordeal. Either I went by myself, like my mm-hmm. my mom would tell me to go walk because it was pretty close. I would go walk and get my hair cut. How or, often did you get your hair cut when you were a kid? Uh, to this day, every two weeks. Get out. Yeah. Or if my mom took me to get my hair cut, it, she wasn't waiting in, inside. Like she would drop me off. And be like, go get your hair cut. I, I don't know how much of that is cultural. I mean, you, you, you what, what right. the barber sh- the barbershop movie, right? Yeah, that wouldn't be well, a that. funny movie if it was all white people. Because <laughs> I don't think white people. I mean, I was my dad, my dad <laughs> took <would> <laughs> my dad took me to a barbershop. Yeah, 
Uh, this was, you know, just up the up the river in Pekin. Yeah. And uh, when I was a kid, and uh, you had to sit on that special seat that went across the arms of the normal seat. Right, we exactly, because you're too short. Right, right, right. The booster. Right, but there was like a bubblegum machine in there. It was, it was, it was kind of a thing. I mean, yeah. this is obviously before the internet, so you'd catch up on some news, yeah. watch the news, not so much even television, but they're about to be chatting about whatever. Yep. But And you got to give each other a hard time. But that's but socially in the black community, uh-huh. the the barbershop is kind of a water. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's everything. And, you know, you see that, like you said, you see that from the movie Barbershop, and that was a small part of it. But I think also you learn a ton. And I want to say, too, that you find in, um, I think it's important in the white community as well. Obviously, I wouldn't know about it because I never went to, you know. You cut white, white people's hair. I do, but I never went to, like, a white barbershop. You've never been in a white barbershop? I mean, no. I should so treat you to a white well, barbershop. Okay, so no, I lied. I lied. Like, Actually, I've up. been to two. I've been to two. Okay. And one I went to really early in the morning because that's when I got my hair cut, so right. no one else was in there. And, 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 then, and compare that to a black, traditionally black barbershop. Well, it was just a bad experience. Was- so I, can't, <laughs> I can't even. So long story short, the guy was in the middle of cutting my hair, and some mm-hmm. dude called him mm-hmm. and was upset about something that happened the yeah. night before. And he, like, turned away and threatened the guy on the phone. Oh, I was nice. like, don't you ever, you know. And I'm like, whoa, you know. But he gave me a great haircut. Yeah. Um, and How I much usually, did it cost? Uh, it was like 12 or 15 bucks. And how long ago was that? Uh, this was when I first started cutting hair, so probably four years ago. Okay. Because I was just because you I, went to you went to barber school. I went to I went to a barber school. Yeah, and and that takes takes like a year and a half. Um, so time wise, it's fifteen hundred hours. Fifteen hundred hours. That's, that's, that's the requirement. So that can be anywhere from ten months, mm-hmm. which is um, and then then you test. There's you a test, test that you have to take. Yeah, so you have to do if you're in. Most some schools will have make you do a practical, mm-hmm. um, and even some states will make you do a practical. Here in Illinois, you don't have to do is that. It just, it's just is it just cutting? Back in the day, I mean, barbers did surgery and oh, it <laughs> let was a blood and deal. and I mean that's the red. Yes, let's see the red. There's a red, white, and a blue stripe on the yep. pole, but that's not because it's America. Correct. Yeah, it's it, bandages. It's yeah, <laughs> bandages, the blood, is, but the red the, is bloodletting, and the blue the is the blue vein. Is. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I that's don't just know. a little research I did that's, before we chatted. That's today. the stuff they tell us in barber school <laughs> that you just that you, you know, goes over your head because you just want to cut hair. All right, so let's let's talk about uh, um, guys today and getting haircuts. Yep. So you say you get your haircut every two weeks, but every you keep weeks. your hair short. I keep my hair very short, and didn't, it's long right now. Didn't long hair kind of ruin the frequency of men's haircuts? Yeah, and I know this because um, my boss. Uh, has been cutting hair for 54 years. Well, that means he did fi- he did haircuts back in the 60s. Exactly. And, and he so saw he the saw long hair. He saw the long hair generation. So it started with like Joe Namath and all those guys kept uh-huh. hair shorts with uh-huh. the flat tops and everybody loved it and so on and so forth. And then um, I think too, it was just kind of a more masculine thing to have your hair short. Like women had long hair, men had short hair. I think it's because it's a military. You went in the right. military and you got that buzz cut. My yeah. dad was a Marine. What was my first haircut? Get I'm up here, son. I'm yeah. buzzing your head. And, and I took great. no skill. It's, it's wonderful. It was a pair of clippers. Yeah. Probably like a that was or a no guard or whatever it was. Absolutely. I was nearly bald. They used to call me yeah. Q-tip in the summer because my hair <laughs> would get so white. That's so great. That's great. Uh, um, but yeah, you, you had the short hair. And then when the Beatles came along, All from right. what my boss told me, the Beatles came along. And it. that's what made everybody, guys at least, starting started to have long hair. And he says that a lot of barbers went out of business because we are in the service industry. Well, imagine and, that 
if, if you're going from every two weeks to every four weeks, that right. means half the income, the, the income to that sector. Correct. Just dropped. By 50%. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. somebody's got to go out of business. Yeah, and, and not only that, but you had barbers who were not wanting to transform with the times. And so because of that, they their skills didn't broaden and now they're not they're like, you know, telling these young kids, No, nah, I'm not cutting your hair like that. That's for sissies or whatever. Oh. And so they're going to someplace else that will. Because, yeah, because I mean, really those haircuts are like uh, more like a woman's haircut if it's yeah. like really long. Yep. But see back in the day though, barbers were the only ones that cut hair. So well, you wouldn't you go went to, to a cosmetologist to get to get it set and washed, I think, if I remember right. All right. Yeah. I got a perm I got a perm once. <laughs> I, think this is your, I think you just lost your man card <laughs> well just cut the corner off <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just but, the corner. Well, well you got it it was it was in the 70s it was right, the late right. 70s so I it mean, was like the thing to do still uh, don johnson and miami vice and white yeah. sport ca- sport jackets a whole bit man there's still nothing like a nice perm we get we got a guy who comes in the salon and he gets he has a permed mullet and I That's kid you not, not, it's to the middle of his back. You, I wouldn't say anymore for fear that he might be listening. It's the real the deal. Year. I hope he hears this because that's a nice mullet. It's nice a business perm, in the front. And it's permed in the back. So and it's, it's a like permanent a, party. It's a permanent party. <laughs> it's a different back. level of partying back there. All right, so let's talk about, <laughs> I want to I want to talk about um, quality yeah. haircuts because I know you can do the, and let's name them. You can do the what are they cost saver, cost cutter, yeah. Walmart, yep, and yep. you can get the thing Sports done clips, for yeah. what is it, twelve bucks nowadays or fifteen bucks, yeah, whatever they charge. Fifteen dollars. And then if you're you know you're a nice guy, you're gonna give them a tip. So yep. twenty bucks, um, let's call it. So they're gonna call it twenty bucks. But then you go to you know an upscale place, and you're yeah. gonna be dropping thirty, thirty five bucks and a tip. Tell right. me why someone would really care to to have a haircut that's. Well, if 20 versus 30, that's 50% more expensive than another haircut. Right. So I think, to me, it speaks to the training. And so that is why you would would just, or I should say that's how you you justify the cost of 36 bucks or whatever the case may be. And uh, reason being is, you know, you want to make sure that the person that is in charge with the way you look, because you take your hair with you everywhere. And so you do. <laughs> Most people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you look good. And, you know, I learned a long time ago that we as uh, as service providers see our clients before every major event in their life. You know, before sure. wedding, before engagement, before funerals, before a promotion, before job interviews. Whatever. Holidays. Like right now. Holidays. Here we are. Just and jammed. Like, you know, yeah. jam-packed. Because people want to look good for their families. Mm-hmm. And so... When when something is that important, you want to go to someone that is going to properly um, going to do what you want, and not only what you want, but tell you also what's best for you. So, so, you so you're you're a what I would consider an an upper echelon. Oh, for sure, especially for Springfield. I mean, right? You know, my haircut is thirty six dollars. Right, right, and they're great. And you spend what I have experienced is. Because I've been to your, I've been to the shop, mm-hmm. and and um, it's a nice atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but I've also been, and and you take your time, and there's talk, and yes. and there's all of this kind of stuff. Um, but I've also done, you know, I've also done the. Gosh, I got twenty minutes. I'm in Walmart. Right. The wife is shopping. Let's let's knock yeah. this thing out. Yeah. And pretty much they just put the the number two on or whatever. Yeah. Like, how long do you want this? You know. 
And yeah. then they go, Z, 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 and they, and what took 15 minutes, they could have got done in five minutes. Right. Um, and, you know, I guess there is the segment of population that says, listen, you know, I, I'm not going to be on TV this week. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to see my grandma, matter. you know, so just, just cut it, you know. And yep. you and I personally know who may or may not listen to this live or recorded, yeah. who uses, I hate to even say the word, yeah. a Floby. Yeah, Flobies are great. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you educate people to what a Flobie so is? So Flobie is there. It's a it's a clipper that's attached to a vacuum cleaner, so that when you cut the hair, it never even touches the ground. It just sucks it right. So up it's like an orbital thing. sander that has a vacuum <laughs> sweeper on it, and it cut it. It pulls your hair up and cuts it at yeah. the same time. It's a brilliant idea, but I mean, so it just uniformly cuts your hair all the same way. Right, yeah, and it's it's why the and honestly. It's one of the beautiful things about the industry is that a machine will never be able to cut your hair. There's way too many variables in between right. density, head shape, um, hair texture, uh, style, and that's everything. What you, that's what you pay for when you come to someone like you. Correct. I mean, yeah. a guy builds a house. He can put linoleum down, yep. and it's functional. Right, right. But it's not a nice quality yeah. hardwood floor with some design. And yep. when someone comes to see someone like you... Immediately, you know, let me touch this hair. Let me and the shape of somebody's head because yeah. you think everybody's head is the same shape, and then somebody's got a cowlick and yeah. And I know how to cut somebody's hair, and a good barber will know how to cut somebody's hair to give them a head shape if it's weird. What know? do you do with somebody that comes in and they've always had their hair cut this way, and yeah. they just want you to? <laughs> you know, what I'm going to say. I know exactly what you're gonna say. I mean, how do you how do you get them off the dime to say, listen, here's an, here's something you ought to consider. The short answer is trust. Just but, trust me. Yeah. So. But that doesn't happen initially, so I don't. I don't even. I won't even approach if I know they come in for the first time. I am trying to acquire them as a client. Okay. I'm not trying to change them at all. I'm trying to acquire them, and once I've acquired them, that's where the trust comes from. Mm-hmm. Then I can start to slowly but surely, you know, uh, pepper the waters with mm-hmm. ideas of, of what new, to do. And oftentimes, I shouldn't say often, but sometimes I might even just go super far. Just to see how far I can go. Not because I want to actually do it, right. but I want to know. I'm going to go, hey, listen, so uh, you've been coming coming to me for a while. What do you think about a change? They go, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. All right, let's do a mohawk. And they go, no, 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 I don't want to do a mohawk. a mohawk. So guess what? I know that's too far. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Obviously, but like, I know now, okay, I know what I can't do. And just learning to listen as well. So, so a part of the experience when you come to me to get a haircut is a consultation. Meaning um, we're going to have a conversation about how you want your hair to look. And so I'm not going to just say, uh, uh, what do you want? uh, Do you want to get two on the sides and a one on the top? Or that'd be a stupid haircut. But, you know, like, what do you want? And it's not just tell me what you want and I'm going to do it. It is, okay, uh, literally. So we started with how would you find out about us? Right. But uh, t- tell me what you want, and let's get on with that. I mean, that's what that I get at Walmart. Anymore, yeah. what, how do you want this? Yep. And, and you- I sit them, I sit them down in front of me strategically, so I can look mm-hmm. at them as a whole. And when I when I see like that you look at them in the face, not in the mirror. Correct. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Every because conversation I've ever had in a barbershop is always with the, the guy mirror, in yeah. the mirror. Yeah. yeah. And that's just you know the reason why you know we look at them, and this is the psychology of a, sure, of a consultation. Sure. And that is, you know, you I look at them head on because I want them to know number one, like I'm in charge, not in a, in a demeaning way, but like I want to know, I want them to know that I'm in charge. You're and confident is, in what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. And right. number two, the real reason is because I can look at them and see their head shape and look at everything on their with their hair and their head 
um, by looking at them face to face. And not only that, when I first see them, I'm looking at their entire look. So like right now, you have on like a button up shirt, glasses, right. Right. you know. Um, a nice pair of jeans and whatever kind of shoes. And a guy that's maybe, you know, he he's a construction worker so versus an often in, yeah. wor- office worker. Yep. The construction worker, he's wearing a hat all day yep. long. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, tell me tell me uh, something about uh, a trend. A trend in a new, uh, what's what's happening in the world of men's hair? I remember back in the day you could get li- lightning bolts in the same yeah. hair. So I not thought about right. getting a lightning bolt, <laughs> but I'm blonde and I have so little hair. That's the problem. With it may not people. come back. <laughs> I got kids, I got kids who like designs, and I I don't do a lot of designs because it is more of a fad than it is like. Is that hard? A constant? Like, nah, not really. I'm not. I'm not very artistic. Yeah, but um, it, it it just depends. Like I had a kid tell me or ask me one time. He showed me a picture of a Ferrari symbol. He's like, "Can you put that in my head?" I'm like, "No, bro." Like a rearing horse up on its... He, the that legit would be Ferrari emblem. And if you look online, you can find like the whole Last Supper in the side of somebody's head. <laughs> and like some dude did it. Like the guy is a freak. I mean, he's so good. I'm just not artistic in the first place. So I can't really draw that even with the pencil. So it's even harder with clippers. But pretty much any straight or like slightly curved line, I can handle. All right. What about beards? You do beards? Beards, Trim yeah. them up? Yeah, beards that, are a huge that, deal right now. Is that an, um, is that an add on or is that just part of the whole thing? So uh, I want a haircut. It's X, but now all you add a beard. Now yeah, it's another. No, we don't really, I try not to do the whole a la carte thing. Just okay, it's kind of difficult. So if they come with the beard, just part of the trim up job. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Now, if you want to come in for just a beard trim, that's going to cost you. But right, right. If you're getting your haircut. I'm gonna try and get it all done in the in the 45 minutes that I have with you. In 45 minutes, minutes yeah. for yeah. a haircut. Yeah. Well, you're, you're looking at a guy who has very little hair, so that's... Right, right. Yeah, no, for you, that's like an eternity. <laughs> that's like four haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine takes a good 30 minutes, but I get it pretty short, but still. Um, so trend-wise, you know, I think what I'm seeing now is uh, a lot of grown-out looks. So guys will come to me. So, for example, the... Uh, Thor. Grown, grown outlook. I don't even know what that Yeah, means. so Thor. If you can picture Thor from oh, the uh, Thor Ragnarok when his hair was short, you know? I don't even know who that is. Thor? Like, Thor. you're talking about Thor, the Marvel comic book yeah, guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did so, you use his last name? No, the movie's called Thor Ragnarok. I tell you, Thor, that was his last Thor name. Thor Ragnarok. No. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, uh, like, um, I'm trying to think of that one. And then um, Clooney tends to have uh, some more grown out looks. Um,. That tends to be kind of... Not long, not short, kind of in between. In between, yeah. yeah. And okay. so the trick with that as a barber is to give somebody a haircut and give them their money's worth, but not make it look polished because they want that grown-out look. They want and, it... Yeah, I don't want to look like I just got a haircut. Right. Like my wife comes home from the beauty shop. And you're like, and she's what, like you, just, you just paid 300 bucks for what? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just tell you this. You even throwing out the figure $300 gives me the shivers because... A, you don't know how much I only pays. asked one time. I said, how, how much is it? She goes, and this was the answer. You don't want to know. Yeah. So I've never really pursued Sorry. for you shooting out. <laughs> anyway. I, I but bet she, you I was probably about dead on. It's too. all. <laughs> it always it always takes a couple of days for it to relax enough to yeah. where it looks like you just didn't get a haircut. Right. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of that. And then I guess um, on the flip side of things, you're seeing some um, really – you're starting to see really, uh, sh- I shouldn't say starting to see, you were moving away from the really, really, really short sides, that kind of prohibition status. Mm-hmm. If you watch the show Peaky Blinders, they have a lot of real short uh, 
clipper work on the side, and then like just um, what are the mut- the mutton chops coming back? No sideburns no. or sideburns back in? No, I don't think no. It's beards. I mean, if you're gonna have facial hair right now, well, that's the millennial thing. You're not a man if you don't have a beard. And serious? I, yeah, if it, I'm serious, straight up. Like if you and even people don't even look at mustaches like facial hair. It's like straight up beard. Well, my mustache is blonde. It is so you can be and able to see no it. No one has ever really yeah. acknowledged in my whole life that I you have got a nice mustache. mustache. Well, I don't thanks. have. I so I don't have any facial hair, and it's really funny because I don't. I like shave beards. I yeah. do like straight razor shaves, and I never tell them that. I don't have. Uh, I want to talk about hair. that. Yeah, let's do it. Straight, straight razor thing. So, uh, when you do, when you give somebody a shave, I mean, you're yep. using a like a Bic disposable. Or are you doing the, sh- the no straight, straight razor? Straight, straight blade, razor. Yeah. You got to. But trust your it's barber. different though. It's different nowadays because they've outlawed pretty much in every state, probably all of them. I don't actually know, but I know in our state specifically that I cannot have a a, a fixed straight razor blade where you strop and hone it. Why? Because of um, like disease, I just, just Blood. The, the spread of junk, like yeah, anything, yeah. Right. So, so how um, do you do it? What do you what do you? They have that? razor holders, and it looks just like a regular straight razor. Ah. And then you have disposable blades. I can buy them. They're uh, called Derby. The, the, the brand that I buy are Derby ones, and uh, those those blades are like six bucks for a hundred of them. Okay. So you you swap them out really easily. Sometimes depending upon the the grade of the facial hair. I might do two in a shave. Which really? Is, it's just, yeah, it's just well, yeah you don't want some dull blade being exactly. dragged across yeah. your face. But that for can those, be very stressful. For those that don't know, we're in the man cave, and uh, Miles Alexander is our uh, special barber guest today. Mm-hmm. I do have a barber chair here in the man he cave. Does. Which I do believe you helped me move in here. I think so, probably. So it's Every piece of heavy furniture in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Every piece of heavy furniture in this house, your hands have been on. That's true. Pianos included. Pianos. I have a pump organ upstairs, as a matter of fact. Um yeah, so maybe I should start getting my hair cut down here in the man cave. I got yeah, my own. I might have to charge you extra for driving. Well, I'm sure you charge a premium <laughs> to go to people's homes. Yeah. All right, here's another question, then we're going to wrap this up here in just a minute. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Um, talking to Miles Alexander, he's barber. You know, I probably can count on my hand, since I've lived in this town for almost 30 years, um, if I didn't do the Walmart thing, I went to a barber, and yeah. I went to that barber because yeah. I was recommended. I came to town, and I said, hey, who's your barber? Not that I particularly like this person's haircut, but you know, really? like so you just you just asked some random person like like who's your barber? And you didn't even like their haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pastor Bob was the associate pastor okay, at the you. church gotcha. that gotcha. I attended, gotcha. and I became the senior pastor. And I said, "Hey, Pastor Bob, who cut your hair?" And yeah. I was like, "Pastor Bob had a lot of hair, yeah, and it looked decent, you know." And he says, "Oh, so and so up on North Grand cuts my hair." Okay, walk-ins welcome. There you go. The man haircut. Perfect, I mean, yeah. there's no sissiness about this, yeah. you know. But then after a while, I was like, ah, I just think I want to. I want to move on. And the angst that I felt, yeah, yeah. in in no longer going to that barb was like, I feel like I'm cheating on him or something. Guys are super loyal to their barber. Super loyal. Because what? okay, so it's really weird for men, and uh, a lot of you. I'll tell you what, my wife test. is the same way though. Yeah, I mean, she says yeah. if my if my lady. Goes to another shop. Yeah. I'm not loyal to the shop. For I'm sure. loyal to that lady, and I will follow that lady sure. to that shop. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. loyal. No, definitely. And I think for guys, it's weird. I think part of the reason why we're so loyal is because we don't like to communicate. And so the thought <laughs> of having to go to someone else and tell them how we like our hair, number one is just it's it's 
frightening. And number two, it makes I think it makes guys feel weird for other people to know that they care about how they look. Isn't that strange? Yeah. So they're not going to say anything. They would rather suffer through. Yeah, 100%. Because you know what the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut is? I, I feel I'm going to receive a stock answer here. What, what's the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut? Two weeks. So they would rather just they would rather just wait the two weeks right. and not and like not be confrontational and not say anything than be like, hey, can you just cut that just a little more? It's or, like changing your doctor almost yeah. if you change barbers. Yep. But oh, you yeah. got to do it something. You just got to pull the trigger oh, yeah. and do it. I was just gone for for three weeks because my wife had a baby. And congratulations, thank you. And when I was gone for the three weeks prior to me leaving, because I rebook people, I work by appointment only. Uh, as I was rebooking, I said, hey, we have this other guy in the in the shop who was trained by no, me. Not gonna, no, I'll tell you right now what's going to happen. No, yeah. I'll wait till you get back. Correct. I'll suffer through. Correct. I'll be three weeks shaggy, but I want you and to it, cut my hair. I don't want a stranger correct. cutting my hair. And and they were, like, legit trained by me. He cuts my hair I don't hair care. Sometimes. If you tell me that, I, say, I would I say I don't care. My, I, I don't care who and that you're, is. You're proving my point. And I would tell him, too. Hey, listen, I will. Tim will take care of you. No. I'll put notes in the computer. No, doesn't uh, he matter. He trained under me. He cut my I hair. I don't care. <laughs> yes. A guy, a guy told me, he goes, heck no, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll be shaggy. I do for- wait eight weeks. <laughs> he waited eight weeks. I don't know how long I've waited. I could go a long time without having a haircut. <laughs> yeah, but you know yeah. what happens is then your nose grows out and exactly. your eyebrow. You do yeah. eyebrows and all that. I yeah, mean, I, I mean, yeah. obviously, when you're younger, you don't have that issue but when you get my age like right. all of a sudden you've got you know a small village living on top yeah, of your right. eyebrow and you yeah. have to do something about that but it's kind of cool though too as a barber when i have i actually kind of like it when my clients hair grows out a little bit or they go longer than what they usually do because then i almost feel like i have a fresh palate. Oh, you know i what? don't but i just it just feels good to cut it all off I... <laughs> <laughs> but then what happens though too they give you the old whoop-de-doo and they come in and they go Hey, I actually kind of like it long, so you oh. cut it longer, which isn't a problem because I know right. I cut it longer. But it's just like, oh man, that's you. Uh, I I do know this. I wasn't actually going to bring this up, but I just have to. <laughs> you or I just had the thought. You you actually offer you know some extra services. Yeah. Where I've seen, I follow you on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? At my barber Miles. At my, uh, and my, Miles is M Y L E S. Miles at my at. My Barber Miles. Yeah, my Barber Miles with a Y. Where you actually, <laughs> I can't even say it, you wax people's nostrils. Yeah, it's really cool. It's Tell fun. me about that. It's just fun. It's just, it's hilarious because so What's no the guy, process? What's the process? It's, so you take this stick and imagine like a Q-tip almost, but it's plastic. And it has like a rim around like a, almost like a catch around the, like probably a, the second quarter of it or whatever. So the wax doesn't go down too far. Right. And uh, so you dip that in the hot wax and then you put that in the nose and I wiggle it around a little bit and let it, you know, get all the hairs. Then I do the other nostril and I wait probably two minutes. Usually when that happens, I'm either cleaning my station or sweeping up hair. So the dude's sitting there with the two Q-tips sticking out of his I lay him back in. It looks like a walrus. It's pretty hilarious. Right. Uh, but then, you know, you just. Tell me, tell me, have you had the, it done to yourself? I did. I did it to myself as promotion. Yeah. I did it to myself and put it on Instagram. You can find the video there. Uh, it's on your and, Instagram page. Yeah, it's on my Instagram. And How painful is that? On a scale from 1 to like 10, probably yeah. like, I don't know, maybe a 
four or five. Okay. Right. It's not bad at all. Because really? you're pulling a bunch of hairs instead of just one. Most guys are like, I can't even pull one hair. It's like, well, yeah, I, know I, I, know. Tear, I I'll tear right up. Yeah, pulling one hair is way worse. Oh, my god! And guys that get it now are addicted. I have a dude who comes in. He's an older guy. He's pretty salty. And uh, I mean, like, blue, blue collar, you know. And he, I was like, hey, man, let me, let me wax your nose hairs. And he's like, I'm not letting you wax my nose hairs. I'm like, come on. you know. And so he let me talk him into it, and he did it. And now he, like, he goes and gets his haircut from somebody else. And he was like, you, like, you need to wax my nose hairs because he just loves it so much. And, uh, How long does a good nose wax last? So mine are due now, actually. And, uh, but I'm not very hairy to begin with. But I would probably say six weeks. All right. You start to feel the hairs, and it makes you think you're crazy because yeah. you're like, why is my nose itching so much? I was like, well, you got the hair back in there. All right. What, what, what's the last thing you want to tell us about barbering before we wrap up today? Yeah, I think the last thing, I shouldn't say it's about barbering. I think I'm going to, uh, it's about just men and getting their hair cut. I would say uh, take your look seriously and care about it because um, it's a part of the first impression. And we all know first impressions mean everything. And so the way that you present yourself is important and uh, find your hair professional that can uh, speak your language and and do what you need done. And not just what you're asking for, but what you actually need. Because sometimes, if you have a rounder face, you need uh, a stronger shape and maybe a little more length, you know. Uh, but I don't expect you to know that. That's why you need to have a good hair professional yeah. who does know that and says, yes, this is what you need. And so, uh, take your look seriously. Find somebody that cares way more than you do and is proficient in cutting hair. Okay. I, I said that was the last question, but I thought of another yes. question while we're sitting here. <laughs> Just a bar of soap to my head of hair versus some $19 a bottle, $27 a bottle. Is there really any difference in the stuff you use to wash your hair? There is. You're not selling me something. I'm not. And So I had a client who thought I was selling him something. After literally two years of me cutting his hair, never sold him anything before. Uh, And we have tons of product at my salon. And I didn't. I never sold him anything. And he's like, man, I think my hair is falling out. So he wanted me to, he, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's like 25 out. and he's just wow. so deathly afraid of his hair falling out. Wow. Which, by the way, as most of you guys listening probably know, is a huge fear of a lot of men. Like they do not want their hair to fall out. Yeah. Anyhow, so this kid's 25 and he's like, oh, what product? And so I told him the product okay. and he was like, oh, how do I know that's going to work? How do I know that you're not just selling me this? How do I know that you don't work for the company? Right. And I'm like, okay, so first of all, actually, I did work for the company, or do work for the company. But I'm like, listen, that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you know, this is a good product. All right. And so anyway, I say all that to say, I gave him five different shampoos, all which are professional, uh-huh. which I'll tell you about that in a second. And I put them in marked containers, one through five. Oh, and I wow. said, you take these home. And you use them and tell me which one you like best. You let him and do the, a Yeah, I let him do it. And the one he brought back was not the brand that I represent. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that because I still stand by the product because it's a good product. And so what I was saying there was that it's a professional product, meaning professional products aren't mass distributed. They're only in the hands of... Uh, so the 99-cent bottle of Suave yeah, it's may like, not be the best thing to wash your hair with. Correct, because it's just a lot of stuff that... What does your it do your body doesn't need? It just, doesn't, it just beats it A up. lot of detergents and stuff yeah. that they literally put in like 
dish detergent or dish soap right. or, you know, the stuff that you use to wash your clothes is going on your head, uh-huh. you know, um, and you just don't need that in your hair. Your hair is a living, active thing, and your scalp is as well. And when you're talking about cutting, I'm sorry, uh, washing men's hair, you are also talking about washing their scalp because the hair is so short. And so if you're washing, like no one would ever, I have before, but no one would ever wash their hair or their body with with Dawn. Dawn. Exactly. (laughs) It's just a horrible idea. Right. You know, and so when we're using bad uh, shampoo, that's what we're doing to our hair. And so if you get a good hair product, uh, shampoo, you can actually feel the difference. And what's not, what's important is not only how it cleans your hair, but also how it leaves your hair afterwards. I can tell when a person has bad shampoo in their hair, typically speaking, because it, oh, it feels dry. Like It just feels different afterwards. Yeah. But I know the difference, and the, my clients do as well, when I get done washing their hair, because you get, I wash hair afterwards typically. Is that um, part of the price of everything? That's a part of the, yeah. So you get a haircut. So if, yeah, you get a haircut style shampoo. You get shampoo. Whatever style, you need. Haircut. You have to trim up your beard or whatever. But the nose wax is extra. Nose wax is extra. <laughs> yeah. If somebody want to get in touch with you and say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm willing to, I'm, I'm ready to step away from my. Get a real barber. Get a real barber. <laughs> get a guy. And, and like, like you, you, here's a disclaimer. You are my barber now. Yeah. So I can I can vouch for the fact that that uh, you cut a great head of hair and yes. and it's quality and you're and you're very in tune with the African American community still too. Yeah. I mean you've got some brothers and brother in laws and mm-hmm. that uh, you know have got your quintessential black haircut yeah. Uh, yeah, and do you all. do really well with that too. How would somebody get in contact with you? So you can call the shop at two one seven. Five four six three seven seven seven. Just ask for me, Miles, or you can get a hold of me on Facebook, Miles Alexander, M Y L E S Alexander. But and you're really also, more of an Instagram guy, and then also Instagram. Yeah, I'm my there. barber Miles yep. M Y L E S. That's right. So all those different places. Uh, if you call this the shop, there I'm not going to answer the phone. We have receptionists, mm-hmm. and so they take care of all that. But right. they know my books. They can get you scheduled and. Yeah, if not, you're going to get a hold of me on social media. I can get you scheduled through there. So, Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks for being in Eric's Man, Man Cave. Cave, 1962, your place to laugh, play, relax. Until next time, adios. See ya. Au revoir.